Hello. Welcome to episode 12 of What You've Been Watching, a podcast where we discuss, review, hype and slander TV and films. I'm your co-host Stefan Hawkins. Here are the greatest stand-up specials of all time. Number 10. Baby Cobra LE1. Number 9. The Pimp Chronicles. Part 1. Cat Williams. Number 8. Killing Them Softly Dave Chappelle. Number 7. Shameless. Louis C.K. Number 6. Raw. Eddie Murphy. Number 5. Elephant in the Room. Patrice O'Neill. Number 4. Jamming in New York. George Carlin. Number 3. Live in Concert. Richard Pryor. Number 2. Bring the Pain. Chris Rock. And number 1. Delirious. Eddie Murphy. Please enjoy the show. And remember, they're just jokes. Enjoy the show. Well, God damn. You're not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Sam, we're back. Happy New Year to everyone. This is episode 12 of What You've Been Watching. Uh, This episode features Danny Foxworth. Um, He's a podcaster, um, baseball enthusiast, (laughs) just all around a good dude. Uh, Got to know him primarily through um, him being a listener of the Firestarter podcast. And uh, just over the years, like, we, you know, just communicated a lot on Twitter and, you know, direct message. Like, like he's one of the people, like, I can't wait to meet in person. He just seems like a cool dude, man. Um, Danny has two podcasts. Uh, one One's called Since We Last Spoke, and the other is At The Plate, where he primarily focuses on baseball. I really like Since We Last Spoke. I, I listen to that pretty much every week. Um, yeah, so we had a good conversation. Lots of nostalgia. We talked about one of my favorite things, Battle of the Network Stars. Um, everybody who knows me love, knows I love Battle of the Network Stars. A lot of people don't remember it. It's like a Mandela effect for a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, I was just happy someone kind of remembered it. Um, talked about the NFL's fastest man competition um, or the Daryl Green Invitational, as we put it. Um you know, and then uh, later on, we got into uh, Killer Zaddy, um, one of the great uh, <laughs> cinematic experiences on uh, Tubi. Um, one of the best movies I've, I've seen uh, in 2023. I got it in just under the wire. Um, I'm not going to say best. I'll say most entertaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation. Um yeah, man. Enjoy the show. Later. Um, so we definitely gonna talk about Killer Zaddy, cause um, yeah, that's one of the most I say entertaining movies. Like I always, some shit just entertaining. Like it's neither yeah. good nor bad. I mean, it is bad, but it's just entertaining, dog. So exactly. I, so 
yeah, me and you got to spread the gospel on that joint, man. Because I was cooking off that shit, dog. <laughs> I, I, every scene, I was just like, what is going to happen next, man? Yeah, I had I had the same reaction. Whenever I heard you and Leonard talking about it in y'all's <laughs> episode, I'm like, oh, this. And then I saw the, the, the cover art. I was like, okay, I need to get involved. Yeah, what's crazy is I, I'm glad you picked it up because I forgot to I forgot to even put it on like my watch list or anything, dog. So when you yeah. brought it up on Twitter, I was like, yes, I knew I was forgetting something. But yeah, that joint came through in the clutch, man. I needed something like silly to watch. And uh <laughs> yeah, it was it was awful, man. It was it was right on time. Basically. So I mean, we can just start we can just start because I'm sure you you watch plenty of whatever, and uh, I'm just looking forward to hearing about it, and learning more about you know kind of what makes you, makes you tick. So yeah. um, yeah, man, there's no formal countdown or whatever. Let's just jump right in, man. Um, all right. So yeah, man, like um, like I asked pretty much all my guests, unless we we just go off in a, on a tangent and start talking crazy. Um, what are some of those movies and shows you kind of grew up on that kind of like, um, you know, shaped, uh, you know, your, your taste and whatnot? Oh man. I I think the first movie that we went to go see as a family that I can remember was the first Superman movie. And back home in Monk's Corner, we had a, um, we used to actually have a drive-in theater called the Smart Fox Drive-In. And if, if memory serves me correct, we saw Superman in there at the drive-in and I was four years old and I remember just being so, so uh, just so enamored with Superman and my impressionable four-year-old brain. Whenever we left the theater and got back home, I tried to be Superman. I climbed up on top of the bar stool and I jumped off thinking I could fly and I couldn't and I face planted and that bitch hurt. Yeah. Dang, but, um, how and how I old super- were you again? I was four years old. Yeah, that's yeah. You still don't know at that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, because I was while you were talking, I was thinking like, well, shit, everyone's done that. Like literally, everyone I know have has <laughs> jumped off of something high when they were little, and you know, got a little fucked up. Some more than others. Um, yeah, the, the dumbest shit I did, I I jumped off of um our banister on the front porch um with an umbrella um <laughs> luckily you know that shit was only like eight feet like ain't nothing happened but yeah I just was you watching like, mary was you watching mary poppins no nah, i just wanted to fly period like fly float whatever i used to have dreams about like floating man and i thought like i was light enough like you know physics would you know do what it do but no, <laughs> but no, dog. Yeah, I sunk fast as shit. I I still remember that feeling, like being surprised at how fast I was descending. I was like, "Damn!" And I was like, "Your age?" I was like four. Yeah, that but, gra- that gravity is something else, boy. It, it'll <laughs> learn you quick. No bullshit. <laughs> That's what I be telling my wife. I was like, "You just gotta let you know." Talking about our son, I was like, "You just gotta let him feel it." You know, a couple yeah. of times, like, you know, like he'd be jumping off of shit. I'm like, don't let him feel it, man. He'll get it. Because until yep. they know, yep. they, yeah, they don't know, man. 
Well, it reminds me, it reminds me a lot. Of, if if you haven't seen it, it was the movie called Room with Brie Larson. Um, no, nah, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, that's the one she won the Oscar for. She got kidnapped, right? Mm-hmm. And um, her kidnapper molested her, and she ended up having a child by him. And she was raising this child in this little ass room that she kept him in. So the child didn't know anything about the outside world. So just like, you know, spatial, <laughs> like awareness, like he escaped, right? She, she managed to like build, like, like get him out of the room. Like, I think it was like the ceiling, like she got him up out of there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, he started running and he had never had that much space to run before. And yeah, his legs was all wobbly and shit. It was, it was, it was hilarious, man. Then it was like uh he had trouble like gauging speeds, like cars were coming at him all fast, like he had never seen anything. And so yeah, and he was like eleven at the time. No, he was like seven or eight. And I was like, Yeah, man, like Damn. kids gotta learn, you know what I mean? So it was all yeah. about just that particular sequence in this film was all about him not getting used to physics. Like every child has to learn that. So the whole time you were talking, I was just laughing like, yeah, everybody done that shit, man. Got to. So he was just he was just stuck in the basement that whole time? Mm-hmm. No Damn. contact with the outside world, just him and his mom and you know, the uh the kidnapper, the molester. Like they wow. he would he would come in and like feed him or whatever. And they would have a little bit of like book time, play time or whatever. But yeah, he never left that room. It was wild, dog. Man. And um but yeah, go ahead. My bad. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, just just the usual, you know, watching cartoons. You know, I was a big we were big Tom and Jerry and, and Bugs Bunny household, but there was one cartoon, it was uh Deputy Dog. Me and my pops used to watch that all the time. It used to come on the uh channel 24 and mm-hmm. it would come on at like five in the morning and then we'll come back on again at 5 30. Okay. And me me and my pops would sit and eat breakfast and laugh our asses off. And then, you know, I'd go to the bus stop and he would go to work. That's a good time, man. Yeah. And yeah. Saturdays, Saturdays was my favorite day because I mean you had cartoons in the morning and then it was like the trifecta. So you had cartoons in the morning and then mm. after Arts. cartoons went off, then you had Soul Train. Okay. Came and then after Soul Train came off, we had like an hour window where we could call in a pizza hut, go into town and order our pizza. And by the time we came back, it was time for Kung Fu Theater. Mm-hmm. And Them we arts, weren't leaving. The, yeah, we wasn't yeah. leaving the couch for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah, man. Every black kid got the same story, man. Them martial <laughs> arts ain't no bullshit, boy. Yeah, that's another thing you think you're good at, think you can do. You see it, mm-hmm. yeah. Make them whack ass sounds and shit. Oh yeah. man, listen, yeah, yeah dog. My my dad took a liking to it because he was in the karate growing up. I think he made it to he was either a blue belt or a brown belt before he quit. But yeah, karate was always a that was a big uh that was a big part of his his fabric growing up. Mm-hmm. And you know he passed that down to us. I mean we was. Always watching End of the Dragon, and you know any any kung fu flick like any the the Shaw Brothers flicks, 
man, uh, Fist of Legend with Jet Li. That's that's probably my favorite karate flick. Okay. But I, I look back on those fondly. And as far as the cartoons on Saturdays, I was all about Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies and the Smurfs. That was, yeah, that I was used to shit. like Muppet. Yeah, me and my niece. Yeah, I got to have my niece Jamel back on. You know, we got we to gotta explain, yeah, our whole routine. Because, yeah, she... She was mad like we didn't get into it, but yeah, like you you had siblings and stuff, right? Yeah, I have an older sister. So y'all kind of did all this together? Mm-hmm. Okay. How how big is the age difference? She's three years older than me. Oh yeah, so y'all good. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm two years older than my niece Jamel. And we had this thing called a stupid group. And it was just me, it was just us two. And it was all about our weekends together, dog. Like, we used to get into so much bullshit. And it started with those cartoons. We used to watch Muppet Babies and the Smurfs, just like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, Al and Alvin and the Chipmunks, too. Mm-hmm. I used to watch the fuck out of some Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, that brings back memories, man. So, I, I when you was talking, so me and my pop used to watch Woody Woodpecker. Like that was our thing. Like he he used to he used to love Woody Woodpecker and uh Chili Willie, you know. Oh we, come we on, to, man. I'm Chili Willie, the pink. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm blue. My what is it? My nose is my nose is red and my tail is cold. Is huh? He that? could shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know about that that Chili Willie. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, we used to party off Chili Willie. He used to think, man, he used to do that old man country laugh. <laughs> yeah, dog. By the time I was seven, I was like, yeah, dog, it ain't that funny. Like, come on, really? <laughs> but yeah, man, like, yeah, that was a good time, man. Watching it with your pop, shoot. Yeah, can't beat it. Shit, yeah. how did I forget about Garfield? Yeah, Garfield was too good too, man. Yeah, there was some good shits, man. Yeah. And then also on Saturdays, whenever um whenever uh, Kung Fu went off, and then I switched to a wild world of sports. Mm-hmm. That was that was appointment viewing for me because honestly, I was the only person in my household that was in the sports like that. So whenever we got through watching Kung Fu, I'd go to my room and I'd spend the rest of the day. It, whenever it would come on, on Saturdays, and I think it would come on Sundays too. But yeah, I used to love watching Wild World of Sports, man. And they used to show them old Globetrotters games. Right. I used to love that. I don't know what happened to me with the Globetrotters because I used to love that shit as a kid. And I watch it now, I'm like, <laughs> I sound like you. Like, man, they acting stupid as shit. I, I'm going to tell you something. These dudes they got now and women have no charisma. They whack. Um, yeah. We took the kids to see them um, back in probably about april yeah horrible okay horrible dog like yeah man like they had fat niggas on there yeah just wasn't feeling it man wasn't happy yeah he man, wasn't like... impressed daughter kept frowning dog <laughs> <laughs> like what are they doing you know this supposed to be like impressive yeah so your so your kids turn to you and just say, "Man, pop, they ain't nobody." Basically, you know, they just was antsy in their seats. Like, when is this over? Yeah, 
Like for real. Yeah, because I man, I used to be pressed to watch Curly Neal. He'd be like basically doing spinning on his back, dribbling that ball, man. That yeah, that shit was that shit was mind blowing to me. Metal Lock Lemon hitting them hook shots from like half court. Yeah. And also, you know, in their defense, kids have so much access to like amazing shit nowadays. Like I can, like like dog, you can see shit, you can see children spinning the ball on their finger. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like kids doing some crazy stuff, dog. Like kids their age doing crazy stuff with the ball. So why would you be impressed with like middle-aged men doing anything? Like you, you just don't care. Yeah, they'd be they'd be watching Julian Newman and shit. No bull. So they were like <laughs> they were fed up. Like, and me and my wife were like, hold on, man. This was this was that fire like 40 years ago. <laughs> like Give it, give it a chance. They like, nah, this shit not funny. And then what? More than anything, like more than like the the eye candy part of it. Like they not mm-hmm. funny, dog. Like Curly yeah. and them used to be funny. Like them gags they used to pull was hilarious. Yeah, throwing a bucket of confetti in the crowd. I used yeah. to look forward to that. Yeah. So like my, you know, my son, like he, you know, he he was four at the time, so he was he was cooking a little bit. But after a while, even he was fed up. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling this, dog." <laughs> so yeah, the kids they 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 they're not they're not fucking with it as much as the adults. Yeah, I mean, you had a, a lot of adults in there. I mean, it was just people like you know our age, like nostalgia and trying to you know put their kids up on some shit, and the kids mm-hmm. just wasn't wasn't into it. Yeah, and then the um the NFL's fastest man that then they used to be on Wild World of Sports too, or was that um, separate? I want to say yeah, man. Like, I mean, but the other networks had their own thing too. That could have meant um. Oh, you're right. I think it was on NBC. Yeah, yeah. So I used to love watching them too, man. Well, they should say. They should have renamed it Daryl Green versus everybody else. Hey, bro. That's the only thing Washington football team has to be proud of to this day. <laughs> like, man, I be tweeting about it sometimes. Like, yeah, that wouldn't happen to Daryl Green. Like, Daryl Green, <laughs> the only thing we can we can talk shit about. Like, he is our best player. Ever. Like, people be joking when I like he's the best player ever in franchise history. It's not even close. Yes. So yeah, like you talk about, you know how you like real confident, like when you watch a sport sometime when your guy or your team is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Dog, them three or four years in a row when Daryl Green was coming, man, I used to sit there laughing like my dog, my dog about to win. <laughs> like it ain't nothing nobody can do about it. What I remember they tried to sick Rob Wilson on him like that, like dog, he cooked Herschel. He, I remember Willie Galt was a big one too. They like Willie, Willie gonna Galt, get him. Vance Johnson. Mm, they like mm, they gonna get him. They yep. Will, Willie got this. He, yeah. <laughs> Willie a world class friend of nope. Daryl like so. And then but Nehemiah was in the Olympics. Yeah. So what? And but yeah, <laughs> that Woodson joined. They were like, uh, Woodson run a four two six. It's official. I'm like. I, even at that age, I was like, but Daryl run like a sub four two. 
Like this about to be real bad. And it was it was real bad, you know. He cooked me. That's exactly what it was, too. <laughs> yeah, like him and uh, the only people I've run seen run a sub four two, no bullshit. Or Daryl Green and uh, Usain Bolt, no bullshit. That that's it. Yep. In the, in the history with my own eyes, I've never seen anyone else do it. You know? So yeah, that that was fun to watch. Um, I was about to say, did you like uh? You remember Battle of the Network Stars, y'all? Um, was that's different from the super? That was different from the I know, Superstars competition, wasn't that, it? That didn't even come on in the daytime. That was primetime TV. Battle of the Network Stars. Nah, I don't remember that. So it was. I forget which network actually broadcasted, but they had all the people from all the hit shows, um, competing in like obstacle courses and stuff. So yeah, man, they used to have people from sitcoms and from soap operas. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, man. For some reason, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember Telly Savalas was in that competition. Damn, I don't even remember that. I know he probably was sorry as shit. Sorry. Man, Telly be smoking. Come on, yeah. What do he do? What? <laughs> I I'm might have to remember the event. See, I can't remember the event he competed in, but yeah, I rem- I just remember him losing. And now I gotta go digging through YouTube. I'm about to have people <laughs> cooking tomorrow, man. I'ma just I'ma just search after we done and put them jumps in the description. Dog <laughs> speaking of searching through YouTube, man, I went down this uh this dunk contest wormhole. Mm-hmm. I was watching the 86 dunk contest last night. Dog, it's it's some it's some uh, some good entertainment. Like Rick Barry, his Rick Barry, you know, his he stay on hate mode. Mm-hmm. He, he quick the Cuban be a good dunk. But one of my favorite shits that I didn't pick up on was the uh, the judges in the comp- in the dunk contest. It was Dave Cowens, Roger Starback, and Martina Navratilova, and like one other person. What? Yeah. yeah. And they interviewed Martina Navratilova, and she was so impressed with the uh, the talent of the basketball players. Mm-hmm. I shit you not, she said, and I quote, "In my next lifetime, I like to come. I want to come back as a black basketball player." Yeah, you can get away with that in 1986, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my favorite shit though, it was so whack. That damn Gerald Wilkins, man, he need to go sit his ass down somewhere. Man, jump. He jumped over an empty chair and thought he was just like he had just like split the atom. I'm I'm gonna tell you something though. Back then, jumping over anything was just yeah. People's brains used to explode, you know. I mean, I could get if somebody was sitting in the chair, but that joint was empty. Yeah, man. It's been some whack ass dunks I've seen. Um, one of the worst dunks I ever seen. Um, Allen Houston had a real bad dunk. I think he the dumbass so when, bounced, he, when he bounced, he bounced it off, his, off head? his head. He bounced it off his head. That was a bad dunk. Yeah, that was. And then stupid ass Maggetti embarrassed me. He gonna do a cartwheel and jump all high and dunk. <laughs> I said, wait, no, he did the he did the front flip. I thought he did a cartwheel oh, too. It was Michael Finley that did the cartwheel. Oh, Maggetti did the flip. Yeah, he did a front flip. I remember that. He embarrassed me, dog. I'm like, you got all that athleticism and you not creative at all, man. 
I was so fucking embarrassed, man. I was just like, go to hell, man. I, I was talking shit. I was telling people, y'all about to get it. He about, he about to blow up. Yeah, man. <laughs> Niggas was cooking me. <laughs> My boy Roman used to live across the street, man. He came across the street and was laughing at the front door, man. I said, get the fuck out of here, man. It's not funny. He's like, I told you he was sorry. I was so mad, man. But yeah, man, oh, like man. all all those network shows, man, like when when all the viewers were like concentrated on one thing, it made shit seem like bigger than it was. Like Battle of mm-hmm. the Network Stars was huge, man. Like shit, like um, boxing matches doing wide world sports. Like I remember seeing Ray Leonard a couple of times in them boxing matches, dog. Yeah. You would have thought they were the most important fights ever. He was fighting some bum and shit. The Ali fights. Yeah. And they was fighting bums just to, like, (laughs) you know, retain their belts or whatever. These were, like, mandatory fights. And they were just fighting sorry people. (laughs) I used to be pressed to watch them them ski jump competitions on Wild World of Sports, too. Hey, uh, my man, Eddie the Eagle, that, that was one of the most heartwarming uh, Olympic stories, man, because he was yes. a bum, y'all. Hey, Danny. <laughs> you used to watch this, right? Mm-hmm. It looked impressive on its own until you saw someone who was good. When I, I, <laughs> I'm not, for anyone who hasn't seen, seen it, I'm not exaggerating. Eddie would jump, right? And it would look like he was going to fall. You'd be like, oh, okay, I, you know, that's cool. Man, one of them motherfuckers from Norway or something that was good. Mm-hmm. They would go no bullshit, like two football fields further than this dude, man. Yeah. I was like, because I saw him first. And I was like, oh, he's he, he not good. I'm like, oh, this like a, you know, Rudy wasn't even out back then. I was like, you know, like a Cinderella story. Yeah. I'm like, they just want to root for the underdog. But I was like, no, like, no, he's sorry. Like, I'm not rooting for nobody. Sorry. So it was one dude. I fr- he was from one of them motherfucking Viking countries, dog. He was good, dog. I was partying at how bad he was whooping Eddie ass, man. He whooped Eddie ass and everybody else. But he, he was a beast, man. But yeah, I used to love stuff like that. Yeah, that, the. Tour de France, I used to be a they used to be a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. I was all about Greg LeMond. Yeah, man. You know how I feel about that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I had my agenda, man. I was like, he didn't cheat, man. People thought I was joking. They like, nah, Lance didn't cheat either. I was like, yeah, man. Like, I saw the best to ever do it. And Lance out there crushing his records. Like, that's crazy. Like, something gotta be going on, right? And everybody was <laughs> yeah. like, like, nah. He just that good. And I'm like, okay. Then them stories start coming out, man. Who was that? His assistant was like, yeah, uh, he made me throw out that trash with them syringes. I said, mm-hmm. They on his <laughs> ass, dog. People were like, anybody can lie about anything. And Greg Lamont was like, yeah, man, I caught Lance red-handed, and I told him to just turn himself in. People were like, he just jealous. They finally caught his ass, man. Niggas would try to move on. I was like, nah, buddy. I'm not moving on. I was on OKP acting a fool, dog. <laughs> I remember that, too. I was like, nah, we not moving on, bro. I can't. I told him literally for like five years, dog. 
I'm like, there's some cheating going on, man. Nobody ain't just that good. Yeah. But yeah, man. So like what else what else you watch? Like, um Man, I shit, I didn't even get to the prime time what, stuff. I used to yeah. watch like Different World, Alf. I used to watch the hell out of Alf. Yeah, Alf was good as shit, man. I have to tell sure. tell y'all about my boy Marty, his uh Alf impression. You know? I'm not gonna do it, but yeah, he sounds just like Alf, dog. He hit really? that. He hit that. A Willie, uh, I cook every time. <laughs> hey Willie, he do it just like him, dog. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, man. Willie be like, oh Alf. <laughs> yeah, man, that was good. That was good stuff, man. That yeah, make stuff. Yeah, that make man. Alf. Oh God, how I can't even. How did I forget about Mama's Family? Oh hell yeah, that's my favorite sitcom ever, ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, Jamel will have a lot to say about Mama's Family. Yeah. She yeah, loved that joint. Yeah, Felma Harper reminded me so much of my grandmother. Yeah, just just like real, just like rattlesnake, just like quick to quick to snap at you. I think that's why I was drawn to it so much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember, I'd be sitting, I'd be sitting at my grandma's house, and I'd be wanting to watch it, and she would always make a deal. I'd have to make a deal with her. She was like, "All right." I'll let you watch Mama's Family, but I'll only do it if you sit and watch Hee Haw with me. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, fine. <laughs> I, I had no sit- problem with Hee Haw, though, dog. I, I didn't care for Hee Haw. I think my problem with Hee Haw was, like, the, the intro. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when, um I think when you had a, might have been when you were, had your sister Princess on. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about I Dream a Genie and Bewitched. Right. It's the same problem I had with Hee Haw. Once I saw the animated intro, I'm thinking, oh, shit, cartoons about to come on. Then it was live action. Yeah. I'm like, man, I don't want to watch this. I can understand that. Yeah, that, that, that shit was a letdown. I was like, man, cartoons about to come on, and it wasn't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I'd have to sit through Hee Haw. Then I'm like, all right, well, we can watch Mama's Family. And I was like, yeah, I love Mama's Family because she reminds me of you, man, man. And she got mad. She's like, man, your ass. I ain't nothing like her. Hey, well, I'm, I'm just, it just made me laugh even harder. I remember I told my mom one time, and I maintain this, like she remind me, uh, well, Kathy Bates remind me of her. <laughs> and not even like, you know, because she was thinking like misery, dog. I'm yeah. like, no, like not like that, dog. Like, because she did like stuff after that where she was like, like the matriarch of like families and shit. I was like, you just, you know, she remind me of you. That's all. Just a strong woman. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't see it. I was like, okay, racist. <laughs> but nah, yeah. man, like, yeah. Shit like that was cool, man. Yeah. Oh, and of course, the real world. I used to watch the real world with my grandmother too. So who's the worst real world character, dog? Fuck. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty much unanimous, and I I feel bad, um, because I used to think like they was attack attacking him, mm-hmm. you know. In my youth, I was just like, you know, real rebellious. I used to think he was hilarious, though. Like, yeah, man, <laughs> I couldn't imagine dealing with somebody that like that, though. Like he really- got he would have got. Willy nilly blowing his nose, digging his two fingers in the peanut butter jar. 
But I yeah, mean, though, he would have got crushed if there was like a nigga nigga up in that house. Yeah. Like Muhammad was soft, dog. Like he was, he was, he was an artsy fartsy dude. He ain't want no problems. He let he he brought his girl up in there, people insulting her and shit. Like, yeah. If it was a real one up in there, Puck would have got smoked, huh? Yeah. So who was it that Puck spit on in the uh, challenge? I don't remember. I, he I was only he on, on somebody. He was on one or a couple. Cause I I just remember he ain't come back. They threw his ass they threw his ass out. Uh, I don't know how many challenges he was on. I just remember this one. I swear he spit on somebody. And I can't remember if, if he got kicked off or the dude that, that confronted him that got spat on got kicked off. I can't remember. Hey, uh, hold on. Do you remember Silas Bama ass tried to act like he was still athletic in his 20s or some shit and he hurt his oh, shin on that joint? When he came up short? Yeah, he fucked his shin bone up. Hey, dog. That's when I first, like, that was around the age when I first, like, started coming to grips with my mortality. I was like, oh, shit, I'm getting old. Yeah, Father Tom is undefeated. And I was like, and Sal is older than me. I was like, why he do that? Why he make it? (laughs) Why he think he was gonna make that? That oh, shit was far. I remember that clear as day too. Hey dog, that shit was far, dog. And he came up short. I don't know what happened, but yeah, he just he looked crazy getting fucked up, man. They had to bring in this. Then they bring in like uh like uh an ambulance and shit, like medical personnel. Yep. It was a whole big scene, man. His big ass getting carted up out of there. I was like, oh, man, that's embarrassing. He should not be invited back, dog, ever. <laughs> How many of those did he do? I honestly don't know. And what's crazy, dog, I stumbled upon his um his IG. I was looking for another um real world, and he, he happened to be in the photo with oh, a bunch of them. So I said, let me see what Silas up to. Dog, he looked in way better shape today than he did then. Because he was, like, thick up in the chest and shit. He's always been, like, thick up in the chest. Excuse me. Like, Silas done slimmed down like crazy, dog. Really? Yes. And, like, he got, like, videos of him, like, going to the gym and stuff. I'm like, yeah, makes sense. You should have been doing all that, you know, like, 20 years ago when you fucked your shit up. No bullshit. Yeah, but that joint was hilarious, man. That was one of the funniest moments in real world history. But honestly, I don't remember too much from them challenges because I just started feeling too old for them, Danny. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember. I don't know half of the people, but I did watch a, a couple of the reunions. I like, I loved, I loved when uh Kevin and Julie like formed like a real like bond this time. Apparently they've been like talking for a while or whatever, like over the years. But it was okay. like yeah, they had, they were real tight. Oh, dog, it was so good. It was so good, dog. Like Julie called her daughter 
because her daughter was like so impressed with Kevin. Like her daughter's like really into like social justice or whatever. Okay. And she had seen like Kevin on CNN one night and she was like real impressed. And Julie was like, I know him. Like that's Kevin. Like I was on real world with him. And she was like, oh my God. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, so when they was in the house together, she called her, her daughter and she introduced her to Kevin. And her daughter was like starstruck and shit. And like Kevin was like telling her like just different resources, like, you know, things to do as far as like pursuing a career in social justice. Mm -hmm. And it was just real cool, man. And Julie was talking about how over the years, because all of this was happening during like COVID and it was during the BLM movement. Yeah. So Julie was like her perspective has really shifted in the last 30 years. You know what I mean? Like, how can it not? And she was like, I just see why Kevin was angry all the time. Like, and I can't even judge him on how it came out. Like, I wish he hadn't talked to people, like, especially, like, her, how he did sometimes. Because I remember he was like, suck my dick. Like, that's going to come out. Because Kevin was like 21 at the time. I'm like, that's going to come out of young black man's mouth when he just gets completely frustrated. He's just over it. So she was like, I can't even judge him because I couldn't imagine walking around that angry all the time. Yeah. And so just to see them like kind of see each other's perspective and obviously Kevin has matured. Like he was like, yeah, I wish I wouldn't have handled it that way. I wish I would have been patient enough to try to articulate my thoughts better than I did. But yeah, man, that was that was like a beautiful moment, dog. Like no bullshit. I was like, this is this is great. Like I had to wait a long time for it, but this is great. So uh what what uh how do you how do you find the um these reunions? Like what oh what, it's uh, on uh Paramount Plus. Okay. It's on yep, Paramount Plus, dog. Like, you know, and plus is you know, if you want to go to the dark web, it's always there. <laughs> <laughs> Dog web got everything, dog. So it's on it's on them streets. Um Bird. But yeah, man, like yeah, I used to love the real world. Like I think I gave up like sometime really after New Orleans or Austin, one of them. I think the back to New York season was was uh that was my last stop. Yeah, and I was definitely over it when they was taping in DC because I was up there near uh DuPont circle. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dog. I, I knew the house they was in and everything. People was pressed to be seen up there. You know? <laughs> I was like, y'all are pressed. And I was like, I bet the season not even good. And it wasn't, they was born as hell. But, um, Damn. yeah, man, like, I don't really watch too much of the real world and all that stuff no more, man. Just kind of, kind of yeah, past maybe. our time, I guess, man. Yeah. Man, I mean, it's all kind. It's all kind of reality shows now, anyway. All kinds. TikTok is a reality show. So why these kids need to to, to submit an application? <laughs> Try to impress right. impress some producers, dog. Like fuck y'all. Like <laughs> let me get these million views. <laughs> but, and I'm uh, trying to think what. I, oh, speaking of MTV, another thing I used to love watch that my grandmother used to love watching me with me was Jackass. 
Oh yeah, your grandmother yeah, used like to watch she, that. Yeah, like she nothing sends her tickle box over the edge by just watching people fall <laughs> and just watching people get fucked up. Hey man, that's always uh you know a hit. Yeah. You can't go wrong with it. So I mean, what was, what's what's some of her favorite like what are some things you remember her laughing at the hardest on Jackass? Man, when Johnny Knoxville had a bunch of grade school kids just like kick him in the balls, <laughs> just like one by one. And just seeing his reaction every time he got kicked, like she was in tears. Hey dog, did you see the latest movie? No, I didn't. Oh man. It was it was probably the best movie to me. Like it was really? real good. Yeah, it was man, it was so goddamn good. When did they it had, come out? Um, probably like two or three years ago. I remember okay. seeing that in the movie. Um, it was during COVID, I think. It wasn't that long ago. It was within the last five years. I want to say it was definitely out during COVID. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. I was I was dying laughing. My man uh, from Our Future was on there, the chubby one. Him and his pops was on there. I forgot his name. Was it? It's not Taco. It's the other one. I can't think. Sure. Of, I can't think of his name. But anyway, his father was like a gang member or something, and he was like fresh out of prison, dog. Man, Johnny and them was putting motherfucking spiders and snakes and shit on them, man. They was oh, cooking man. at this at this hardcore gangster dude with bodies being man, he was getting bitched by them, man. <laughs> they was just crying at how scared he was. They was like, look at this big tough guy. Tough guy. <laughs> Party. Yeah, I'm gonna have to him. check this out. Yeah, it was a great it was great, man. It was great. They was man. Had fat ass Preston doing all kind of weird stuff, man. Preston Lacey still doing that? Man, Preston fat ass was there getting fucked up. Wow. Yes. Yes, man. Yeah, they was, man. Somebody got their ball smashed from like, I ain't gonna even, just watch it, dog. Because okay. that, that shit is hurting just to think about it, man. Like, they play too much. Like, that white boy fun is just, it's not it's not appealing at all. Like I don't get it, but I love it watching cool. it. Yeah. I love watching it, but don't play with me like that. Right. Yeah. How about some movies, man? Like, um what's like your favorite movie as a kid? Man, I tell you what, my I'll tell you my top five. Okay. Was, uh, it's uh Blood Sport, mm -hmm. Superman 2, The Wood, Cooley High. And Black Dynamite. Hey man, Cooley High be getting votes like on the what? Yeah, I, I love Cooley High. Yeah, Black Dynamite is great too. Like all of those are good, man. Yeah, Bloodsport but... is is just like that sweet spot of like kind of like from like eighty. I want to say like eighty four to like ninety one, mm -hmm. where. Just action movies were just, they don't get no better. Actually, I go up to probably like 95 because True Lies was probably the last, like, mm. great, great 
action Good movie call. I've seen. And not to like say like stuff like Mission Impossible isn't great and all that, but it's too it's too grandiose. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, but but yeah, them joints was yeah, plus but like Rambo, my fucking um, just like a uh, red red um, what was the uh, Arnold joint? Red Sonya? Nah, nah, not even that. Um, where he was like the Russian cop. It was red something. Red heat. Yeah, dog. I went to see that drone with my sister, man. My sister Princess, man. He found that cocaine. He was like cocaine um. <laughs> yeah, we went to the theater to see that too. I think his character's name was Ivan Danko. Yeah, man. He cracked open that brick. He said cocaine um. You know? I said, damn, where the numb come from, man? Yeah. I remember he checked in this hotel and he told the the, the uh, reception, he was like, he just told him his last name. He's like Danko. <laughs> he just said, "You're welcome," and he and he started cracking himself up. Hey man, every time I think about how Arnold was beasting, I think about Bill Burr. Like Bill Burr's bit about how he moved to America and took over. Man, he's talking about how, how a greater man Arnold Schwarzenegger is. You know, he's like, just imagine this: you in your early twenties, you decide, I know what I'll do. I'll just move to another country and become world famous. Starring in their films, and I don't even speak the language. <laughs> like, I can't even talk. <laughs> then he was like, you know, the next thing, I'm going to marry their royalty. I'm going to marry a Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to become governor. He was like, man, that mother, he said Arnold been shooting. Um, what did he say? He been hitting all net for uh, 30 years. <laughs> he said he been hitting all net for 30 years. So of course he thinks he can fuck his mate in his own own uh, room. He's like, that's easy. <laughs> but yeah, Arnold was a beast man. All them dudes was a beast man. Van Damme, like Bloodsport is amazing, dog. Yeah, yeah. I can't get enough of that movie, man. Yeah. It's oh, excellent. and the Last Dragon too. Of course, yeah. Dog, yeah. and seeing it then, in comparison to seeing it now, I gotta say, man. Everything that bad that happened to his little brother Richie, he deserved. He it. deserved it. Yeah, he was an asshole. I never felt sorry for Richie. First of all, nothing was ever going to happen to him, so there was no real, you know, consequences. So I was just like, let him get fucked up. Let him get dumped in trash cans. He yeah. shouldn't. He, you know, he should have sit his little ass down. Dog, and just the way he was insulting Leroy, he he called him a chow mein for brains, kung fu head. <laughs> Like, damn, chow made for brains. Yeah, man. He was a right. hating little, little jerk, man. Dude, the whole that when man, when he walked in and when he saw uh, Leroy making out with, with Laura, and right. he felt a way about it, I'm like, you know what? Good. Right, right. Come on, get your hands off my woman. <laughs> and then smash cutting him and Laura both tied up. Hey, young, but I ain't gonna lie, when he pop locked out in them ropes. Hey, that was good. That was that hey, was real know, good. I was crying, laughing, man. <laughs> Even as a kid, I was like, "Man, that is hilarious, man." Yeah, but definitely as an adult, like it's just so stupid, man. He was oh, hitting. Man. He was moving them shoulders hard as shit, man. He was like, <laughs> get up out of here, man. But when that dude picked him up, when uh, Leroy he picked when he uh, picked up Richie. 
And Leroy's like, let him go. And the dude said, anything you say. And he chucked him and he hit his head on that gas, on that um <laughs> that welding bottle. And that thing went. <laughs> Dog, I, I still cook off that. I'm like, good. He did get fucked up. His lights went out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> what? Didn't he get up and he was like, let me at him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, his little stupid like, ass. Like, nah, nigga, you need to go into that blue tent and sit this one out. Hey, yeah, but nah, Eddie, Eddie Arcanian, yeah, he was, he was, he was a beast too. Yeah. His, his girlfriend was fed up. What was her name, yeah? Uh, like, Angela. Yeah, she was fed up, man. He she said, called him a misguided, him a, a misguided midget asshole. Right, God damn it. I was she like, be trying to attack me like she be hitting tone. <laughs> Just come out of nowhere. But now, nah, um, what she what she call him? A misguided what? A misguided midget asshole. Yeah. Hey, she cut him deep. But now, nah, she got his ass. What he talking about? He gonna send her back to the project. She was like, "Nigga, you from Kew Gardens too? Like, yeah, you don't, don't come telling me that shit." But yeah, he said without oh, what did he say? He was like, "Without me, you're nothing but a beauty school dropout from Q Gardens mm-hmm. getting by on the tits." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Wow!" And boy, she clapped right back at him. Yeah, yeah, he was hilarious, man. Like, yeah, I always uh talk about like my white cooning, uh, and I think I made a list on this joint, <laughs> but I ain't include Eddie. I should have. <laughs> Cause that's definitely one of my favorite white coons. Like he was beasting, man. Yeah, he was. He's doing a whole fake ass Danny DeVito routine, man. Yep. Man, when that movie came out, I don't know how many black people thought that was Danny DeVito. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, people people still to this day have said, like, yeah, they thought it was Danny DeVito. It was not Danny DeVito, man. He just <laughs> looked he just looked like Danny DeVito. They probably asked Danny, and Danny was like, nah. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Man, you remember, uh, speaking of, speaking of, Danny DeVito made me think of Taxi, which just made me think of DC Cab. Nobody yeah, don't remember what? DC Cab. You know what? I was about Cab. to ask you about DC Cab. <laughs> hey, DC Cab was like that. Yeah. We was real excited to see DC on something, man. I literally had that in my notes. I was like, because oh, because there's some questions I wanted to ask you too. And DC Cab was one of those questions. Yeah, DC Cab. Yeah, we went to the movies to see that as a family. Like, yeah, DC Cab was a big deal. Like just seeing different parts of the city, man. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of the slang they used. You know what I mean? Like back then. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was just, you know. Just good to see DC on screen, cause like like the like that DC, cause every time you see DC on screen, there's always the goddamn marble buildings, yeah. and people from DC get sick of that man. We're like, why is always the capital, the capital or the goddamn Pentagon, or it'll be like Quantico. We're like, well, that's like motherfucking 50, 60 miles away. Like that's not even that's not even us. But yeah, man, them political joints like. Don't give you a real idea of DC, but DC Cab definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. T was acting real good in that one. Yeah, man. He was beasting, man. Like that whole joint was excellent. My man who uh 
who was acting stupid in uh Total Recall was in that joint too. The black guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot his name, but yeah. He was in that yes. joint that acting a fool. And speaking of DC, and uh I was listening to the episode when you were talking about um, I think it was you and uh your niece when y'all mm-hmm. talking about Marlowe Theater. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of a local theater that used to be down here in North Charleston called the Fox Theater. Okay. I mean, it was just popcorn everywhere. They it used to be popcorn in the bathroom. <laughs> like, this don't make no damn sense. But it was a small theater at the end of the strip mall, and it had four screens. And I shit you not, by three of those screens, it was Home Alone, it was Dances with Wolves, and it was Waterworld. They played those three movies in that theater for two and a half years yeah, straight. But yeah. Yeah, man. It's probably way better now. Like, I haven't, like, I when the last time I've been to North Carolina? Because, you know, our family is from North Carolina. Okay. So, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, our, like, where my mom came from, like, all of them are still down there. So that's, that's like the hub. Like everybody in DC, we we just a satellite. Like <laughs> North Carolina is where my family is from. Like on my mom's side. Okay. So yeah, yeah, they're from a little town called uh Spindale. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Nah, I'm not familiar with that. With but yeah, it's 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 a little little ass town, dog. Um so yeah, man, like the last time I, you know, the first time I was there, um, they were showing some old ass movies, dogs. Like I was there in like for the first time in like eighty five, and dog, they were showing Lassie, you know, no bullshit. <laughs> I said, "What in the fuck is going on?" And they showed Lassie. They were showing two animals. It was Lassie and Flipper. Wow. It's like, what the fuck is going on? This, this is a flipper? Yes. Dog. It was just trash, huh? I was like, no way. I I asked my cousin, you know, I said, yo, how can you live down here? <laughs> I'm like, no, like they had an arcade, which was like the saving grace. Like everything was like walkable in that town. Even when, you know, at that age, I was like six, seven years old. Everything yeah. was walkable. So we walked to the arcade from the movie theater. And yeah, that kind of saved the day because the movie was just awful, man. They had motherfucking long ass goddamn commercials. Like not even trailers, dog. I'm talking about full blown commercials, dog. Wow. I'm like, I wasn't used to that kind of movie-going experience. Yeah. Because we went to the movies all the time. So, yeah, man, I I feel for you. Like, yeah. Uh, I I know they used to show, like, old shit, and the, they probably ran it for a long time. Yeah. I, I couldn't have deal. I couldn't have dealt with that as a kid, man. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, that was... But you know, but we, I would go with me and my, uh, my older cousin Roosevelt. Well, I mean, he's basically like an uncle to me, but damn near every other week we would go and see Home Alone. Mm-hmm. 
So that yeah. was, even though that that the theater was absolute shit, I, we we still had a good time, you know, hey. watching Kevin fuck up them wet bandits. For the last three years, yeah, since, since my son has been like into TV. Yeah, we've been cooking home alone for the holidays, bro. <laughs> like, I think he's fine. Like, you know, once like Christmas actually happens, like home alone, we, you know, it's like the Mariah Carey song and shit. Like, all right, back in the box. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see you next year. Home alone and the Christmas story. My kids, th- those those are the two things they're into yep. during the holidays. But shit, we used to love uh, the Rudolph joint, um, like the claymation. Like you don't yeah. probably heard me and Tone talk about that. They don't show it no more, man. They put all that away. They sh- they show Rudolph on um on us. It was either ABC or CBS. Oh, maybe they do. Okay, see, I don't watch network TV like that no more. So yeah, that's a surprise. But yeah, when cable first really started hitting, it's like they took it off because I was still watching network TV at that time and I didn't see it. Yeah. I ain't see Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. I ain't see none of that. I was like, why oh, would you take that's off? That's a good point. Yeah, I was like, why would you take off all of this stuff? Like, this shit raised people. Shit, even the Thanksgiving, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. America losing this, lost its innocence, like, yeah. real fast in the last, like, 20, 25 years. Because, yeah, yeah, those those shows just, like, you look, you used to look forward to those. Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, what else used to come on? Like motherfucking Bob Hope uh joint, the All American. Bob Hope. Damn, yeah. he took it back. Yeah, Jerry Lewis with the, the March of Dimes joint. Oh my god. The Jerry hey. Lewis telethons. Hey dog. It's just certain shit that used to come on TV and it was just like it's that time of year. Dog, I remember. I can't remember what year it was, but I remember Keith Sweat and Athena Cage actually performed the song Nobody on the oh. Jerry Lewis telethon. <laughs> that, shit was, that was the most awkward shit. Hey, dog. That's I'm like, worse. these kids have, you trying to raise you know, money for kids with muscular dystrophy, <laughs> and this is the song you choose to sing? You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> I got I to gotta go look that journal <laughs> I tried to find it on YouTube. I cannot find it, but I vividly remember that happening. That's worse than LL freaking them kids at All Star Weekend, yeah. Dog, it's like when when Ice Cube performed, we be clubbing on all that. Talking about talking about sure to the car and see how bad she want to meet these stars. I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm an asshole because I fake like I love that song for like three months just to wake my make my uh, brother Walter mad. I oh, used to, clubbing? yeah. I used to drive him to work before I, um, before I drove myself to work. Right. Mm-hmm. The, this is my first job out of uh, school. This is joint I used to work at with Tone. So he worked like out out in Maryland. So I would run him out there real quick. Then I come back through DC and go to work. Though he used to have to listen to me play. We be clubbing and um, my fucking Faith Evans album. Like that whole year, dog. This was like '99. He used to be so mad. You know? <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck is we be clubbing?" 
Cause like my brother's like 15 years older than me. So like okay. he was he was into rap, but it kind of just missed him. He like that Michael Jordan generation and shit. Like, man. Let's just want to hear some R and B. Just want to hear some hear some love songs, dog. Got you. But yeah, we be clubbing used to have him heated, dog. Ice hey. Ice Cube used to hit that journal hard and shit. We be clubbing. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, this shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. What was you about to say? I was gonna say, speaking of your brother, one of my favorite things that you one of my favorite anecdotes that you told on uh on Firestarter was when you talked about your brother, I think it was your brother Greg came home on furlough. No, that was Walter. Award, that was he Walter. got mad at Michael Jackson trying Not- to uh I think he was on stage with Brooke Shields. Yeah, yeah. nah, that that was Walter because he was in the he was in the okay. military. Okay. Yeah, he he was a hater. He just wasn't buying it, you know. But you know, my whole family wasn't buying it, you know. I told you, my, the- my 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 mom used to get mad. She was disgusted when Emmanuel Lewis was sitting on his lap, you know. <laughs> Like dog, my family was trying to take the magic out of Mike when I was a kid, dog. Like every, <laughs> but when I look back on it, like they had some perspective. Like I didn't. Like I said, my brother had like a fifteen year head start on me. So yeah. when I'm seeing Mike in eighty two, like I'm a I'm young, I'm like a baby, dog. He seen Mike come up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's seen them with, you know, big ass bell pepper nose in the afro, you know? Yeah. So like that's the Michael he know. So to see this dude like transforming, because even back then he was transforming, dog. People try to act like it happened in like 92. Like, nah, dog. Mike started looking different. And so yeah, when he was up there with Brooke Shields, he was like, he ain't hitting. Like he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> You're like this is all for show and then my mom like she come in hating like they was tag team hating dog on the back porch man this shit was so hilarious we had one of them big ass TVs dog they were just back there hating man <laughs> they like my brother was like he ain't hitting and then my mom was like why is that motherfucking grown ass man on his lap <laughs> yeah man oh I got to because dog like even though you ain't had the internet you know you still had information out there so we had an ebony jet subscription yeah people knew how old emmanuel lewis was it wasn't cute (laughs) (laughs) actually met emmanuel lewis yeah i heard i heard he funny as shit like he cool yeah i met him in the atlanta airport man he he couldn't have been cooler yeah, I yeah, I heard he real cool. He stay out the way, man. Yeah. But yeah, so man. Did you so did your mom have any uh have any agendas? Um well I'll tell you, you know my mom was a Larry Bird fan. So I've often talked about how Larry Bird was actually my first favorite player, just from my mom. Like my mom loved Larry Bird, dog. And I 
I think it was just to make niggas mad. I swear to God, because I was like, we have no connection to Boston. What is the appeal? You know that's Magic's like rival. Why are you hating? And, you know, like, we've never talked about it. And I never really had any particular insight. I never asked her, but I just kind of like took up like her fandom. Like our fan was, our family were like Washington football team fans. And my mom was a Larry Bird fan. So, you know, she had that agenda. She loved Larry Bird. She loved uh, Patty. She loved Patty LaBelle. <laughs> so if she saw Patty in the Aretha beefing, I, I think she would have sided with Patty. Definitely. Okay. She probably would have cursed Aretha out something fierce if she ever saw that clip, <laughs> that clip of uh, Aretha pulling back her coat so Patty couldn't touch it. She probably would have went off, man. She would have called her all kind of <laughs> saggy titty bitches, you know. My my mom was vicious, dog. Like, I'm not yeah. even joking. She was a she could be so hateful. Like, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would love to see my mom one more day, but I wish I'd never heard her talk about Aretha uh, hating on Patty because she would have said something awful, you know. So no, been, so it would have been like on some Mr. Max shit. Yeah, man. Like she was, yeah, she could be real, like you know, cutthroat with some agendas, man. Like she was definitely, like I said, man, she hated Dallas. And it was like real intense. She would throw people out the house who rooted for them. And <laughs> yeah, it was like that. And she was, I remember she partied when the Celtics won the um, championship. And I was way more into football as a kid. So a basketball championship didn't mean much to me. I think the Celtics won in like, what was it, like 82 or 85 or some shit? Mm-hmm. Like they won in like a couple in a real concentrated time. By the time they won in like, um, it was like 86 like i kind of got it i was like oh he good yeah but but yeah she, those were her agendas man like patty and larry bird i'm oh my god i'm gonna tell you another funny story about my mom you talk about a petty ass agenda man <laughs> and this wasn't even an agenda she was just being hate so the kathy hughes show kathy hughes like you know i icon of like you know black tv radio especially black radio man she started out here in dc so she had the kathy hughes show mm-hmm. kathy, uh, kathy hughes was on there man she was lecturing black people about something and my mom got princess to call up there and disguise her voice and I shouldn't even be saying that. And um, tell everybody that Kathy Hughes' husband was cheating on her. And she, like, she gave facts and everything, dog. <laughs> like, who the woman was and everything, dog. I remember them sitting on the bed. I was getting ready for school. You talk about two evil black women cooking, you know. Because <laughs> Kathy Hughes was stuttering like shit. <laughs> I know somebody got fired, dog. And my my <laughs> sister, I just remember my sister saying it was like real nasty. 
I forgot Kathy Hughes' husband name. She was like, well, you should tell so-and-so to stop sneaking around with that lady, so-and-so. And why are you up here lecturing these women and you can't even get your house in order, man? I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they laughing so hard? <laughs> but yeah, I think back, I think about that, man. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, my family crazy, dog. <laughs> but like I said, that ain't that ain't no agenda, but that just when she really wanna hate, like she, she had some hate, you know. When she wanted to fucking hate on somebody, dog. That's why people be saying, like, I'm just, you know, I know those type of women. I be on the timeline, like, I'm not just saying shit, dog. Like, I come from a family of some spiteful-ass black women, dog. I know it when I see it. <laughs> like, I'm not just talking shit. Like, I'm talking from experience. But anyway, dog, um... Let's uh move on. Let's we 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 gotta talk about what we've been watching. And look, that is killer zaddy. Like a yes. hey, dog. Tell tell these people, like just just tell people what the plot is, and then we'll get into the nuts and bolts of it. So uh basically this uh I can't remember the girl's name, like the main character. She had just got out of a relationship and she was looking for a job and she was she was waiting tables and uh one of the one of her patrons would always leave her a like a big tip and that guy turned out to be a killer zaddy and he um he would always be sitting at the booth solo had the um the big the big round brim you know salt and pepper beard and you know he's asking her how she's doing and stuff, and then they exchange information. Then he tells uh, he tells the chick who he is, and she was like, "Yeah, I just applied. I just uh, went for an interview at your uh, at your office, but you know I I wasn't able to get the interview because I didn't read the email." And he was like, "I tell you what, I got a spot for you. Um, just uh, come back." And uh, we'll work this out. And so now she's working for him. And next thing you know, he's just like spoiling her and her friend and taking her on trips. And all this time, she's not knowing that this guy has a, he's a, he's a, he's a bad dude. So uh, he um sees her ex-boyfriend it's uh fixing her fixing her uh car. He was having car trouble. And then um I guess the no, the uh the I can't even remember the dude's name, but Killer Zaddy was fixing <laughs> her car. And then her ex-boyfriend shows up and they're static between the two of them. Right. And yeah, yeah his, he uh basically threatened his Char life. It was Charles St. James. That was the name of Killer Zaddy. Okay, Charles St. James. James, yeah, and you know, you know they're gonna cite that last name in these movies. Yeah, though. it's always Let's like Vanderberg or something. Like it's always a size. Like you yeah. can't just be Jenkins. I think it's always got <laughs> try to sound elegant. You might as well call yourself Julian Saint Jacques. I was thinking that. I was <laughs> definitely thinking that. I was like anybody, anybody with that saint, you know, there's yeah. always something terrible. They a bam. Mm -hmm. Can't can't trust them. 
but yeah, the actor's name, you know, I had to look him up because I, because I said, you know what? He a bad actor. So this has to be who he is in real life. Um, yeah, not too far off, man. His name's uh, Damien Jermaine Valentine. This nigga does public speaking. So already right there. I'm like, oh, he's, he's full of shit. <laughs> like, I can't help it, dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's full of shit, man. I think he had like, like some, uh, own his own little line of cosmetics or whatever. Like he got his own website or whatever. And then his, um, his username for, um, for IG, I think that shit say platinum beard. You know, I said, Oh my God, this fucking asshole, man. (laughs) He's a fucking asshole. (laughs) So beard. Yeah, because I was just trying to get some sort of insight or the read on this dude because the way he plays this character was so annoying. Yeah. But amusing. Like, I tweeted at you, like, every time he walked, every time a new scene started, like, he was, like, hunching his shoulders, like, stroking his beard, poking out his lips. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy, you know? (laughs) Oh man, you right. And then he'll do the the coup de gras, you know. He'll motherfucking stroke the brim of his hat, you know. Oh my god, that shit uh, was. I said, oh my god, get this motherfucker off my screen. He was making me so mad, you know. He do that little bam ass uh, thumb pluck of the nose thing too, like mm-hmm. like pluck it. I was like, oh, this guy, you know, he got all the ticks of an asshole, you know, all those little gesticulations that an asshole does, he doesn't. He try to walk with that bop, you know. <laughs> Only but thing he, missing was he had to tw- just twist his mustache. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, he he was awful. And the two girls, um, I think the main girl name was Naomi and her friend, um, it was like Mel or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, dog. Like they were terrible too. Like no one could act, but I'm going to tell you who the worst, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, the worst actor in this whole joint was the, uh, the clothing store clerk, like the woman. Yes. Them faces she was making. They were huge. (laughs) They were huge. Like a lot for for the uninitiated. Like when you are on screen, when when you are acting, every little facial expression you make is magnified, like times ten. You raise your motherfucking eyebrows, it look like you at you surprised as fuck. Like it mean it look like you just your mind is blown. So yep. you have to be real subtle, man. Dog, she was just acting a fool, like twisting and contorting her face at everything they did. Like he was like, Oh, I'm not her father. She was like, mm-hmm. like her eyebrows went up. I said, Oh my god, she's so bad. <laughs> She looked crazy. <laughs> she looked crazy. And then they walked out of the store, man. She rolled her eyes. That she looked like a goddamn Looney Tunes cartoon, man. 
But yeah, man, the joint was so bad, man. But my favorite, go and ahead. The way her ex boyfriend got uh got whacked too. That was a dog. Yeah, look, that detective terrible. Like yeah. I know it ain't his fault. Like the writers write what they write, but y'all ain't even do no motherfucking blood. Like you ain't even tested to see what the alcohol level level was. You just went with that a uh, uh, whack ass bottle. Looked like he took two sips out the drink. The bottle was full. Yeah. He gonna pull a little bit out. I said, no, this can't be right, young. I said, that ain't gonna work. Like he he first of all, he's he closed that door. And my yes. man, my man hand was still in that motherfucker or something. Yep. And I said that that's the best acting in this joint so far because nigga, I would have been like, ouch. Like, what you doing? But they kept rolling, and yeah, he he put his hand back in there and closed the door. That shit looked like yeah. it hurt, man. With the ether rag to his face. Yeah, my man, facial expression ain't changed at all. He would he just stayed dead at all. I said, man, your hand got clamped like a mug. <laughs> but no, dog, they squirted them motherfucking ketchup packets on his head, dog, nigga. <laughs> the <laughs> That, that shit was the worst. Dog, wasn't no wound or nothing. It was just pure ketchup. They smeared that shit on his head, man. The make the makeup girl was probably thought she beasted, you know. She was like, how that look, y'all? Head full of Heinz. <laughs> full of Heinz. <laughs> I got, I got remember that's the name of the episode. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that catch up. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I, I was partying, you know. <laughs> I said, that catch up stupid. <laughs> and then the, and then the next scene, you know, that dumbass detective. She walk in. After her night of passion with Zaddy, you know, she walk in, <laughs> floating on my fucking cloud nine, you know, she ecstatic. She like, what's wrong? And the cop like, I think you should sit. She like, I don't want to sit. Something's obviously wrong. Just tell me what's wrong. He told her her boyfriend was dead. She tried to bust out crying. And boy, she was forced. She was straining, man. She was fighting hard to get some tears to come out. <laughs> She tried to buck, buckle them knees, man. Nothing was working. I said, just cover your face and look sad like every bad black movie actress does <laughs> and get this over with because you will not be able to cry on cue, dog. Oh, none, none of y'all ever do it. Like, dog, that is a staple of, of black bad black movies, dog. It's always some tragedy and the actress got to cry on command and they always cover that face. Cause it's dry as fuck under there. Yep. Ain't no tears coming out. So just cover your face. So that's what she did. And yeah, I was like, let's get, let's just get this scene over with. You've done your job. But her friend was, uh, her friend was not as awful as everyone else in the joint. I don't know the name of the young lady, but I was like, yeah, she was kind of cute. She was kind of funny, mm -hmm. but yeah. 
she was outclassing all the rest of these motherfuckers. Everybody in the joint was bad. Her boyfriend was an idiot. Like that dude was lunching, man. He looked like he was a motherfucking sorry ass Juco running back or something. He, <laughs> he had that build, like, you know what I mean? Like his upper body was all built up and shit, but it looked like he had started to lose muscle, like he used to play. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he wanted them niggas. He tried trying his hand to acting now. But yeah, man, it was it was look, if y'all want to see just a really good entertaining bad black movie this is it you know like i ain't seen a movie a bad black movie this entertaining in a minute yes killer like, zaddy yeah like y'all y'all gotta y'all gotta see this man on it's, tubi go check it out and you know this is the first thing i've ever watched on tubi no bullshit really yeah i see people tweeting about tubi all the time and i've just i've never got involved yeah, man, there's a bunch of good shit on Tubi. Shit, American Ninja's on Tubi. No, I mean original, like, Tubi shit. It, th- that sounds horrible to even say original Tubi. Like, you know it's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about reruns. I got I'm you. talking about stuff that has only premiered on Tubi. Yeah. People be telling me all them, them bad shows and stuff they watch, man. But, you know... The, these niggas, so they said, like, it's good shows. <laughs> like my boy Dave, he's telling me, like, I watched so-and-so on Tubi the other night. I'd be like, boy, you could have you could have just stopped at Tubi. <laughs> but yeah, people be trying to sell you on them joints, man. Like, nah, I'm not buying no Tubi. Forget it. But yeah, man, that joint was outstanding, man. Yes. Good and terrible. Yeah. But, um, Anything else you watching currently, like series or, you know, a good movie you've seen? Did you see that uh, Lead the World Behind joint? No, I haven't. Not f- not familiar with that. I said series, Siri. God damn. <laughs> On my nerves, man. <sighs> I got to go ahead and turn that off, bro. She be interrupting. But yeah, anything? Man, there was a a very bizarre documentary that I had seen recently. I don't know if you ever heard of a documentary called Married to the Eiffel Tower. Mm -mm. So basically it was like a a BBC documentary. I don't know what year it came out, but it's basically chronicling the lives of like four or five different women who were having not only sexual, but also emotional relationships with inanimate objects. It, like it's really weird. Like one I've woman, heard of this. I didn't know that was the was name a, of the show. Yeah, one woman was obsessed with the Eiffel Tower. Another woman had a relationship with a church banister. Uh, but this, there was a, the one that took the cake for me was um, is this portly shaped woman with a buzz cut, and she was just infatuated with his fucking Ferris wheel. Like she had a picture of the Ferris wheel on her nightstand. And one day during the wintertime while the park was shut down, she snuck into the park, finds the Ferris wheel. She climbs underneath it. Like she's like she's tucked in the gear housing. And she's like taking hydraulic fluid and slap and like the hydraulic oil, just slathering it on her face. And she just keeps saying, I want your fluids. I want your fluids. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? fuck is going on oh my god 
Yeah, it is. It's really bizarre. That don't sound good at all. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> like, dog, like that's that's like some dog side of humanity shit, man. Um, <laughs> I'm looking. It came out in 2008. Yeah, sometimes the human brain just scares me, man. Yeah. Oh like, shit! It's on YouTube. Like I'll watch a clip or something, but I don't want to delve too deep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Yeah, that's disgusting, man. But I that's that's the fluids. latest thing that I caught. Danny, you're a wild boy, man. Man, I was it was just it piqued my interest. I'm like, man, I just I was just always curious. I was curious to see how uh how these what makes these women tick, and apparently it's shit that don't move. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny, man. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Hey man, um anything else? Um actually, there's a, a question I wanted to ask you pertaining to DC. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Public access. Did you have any favorite DC public access shows? Yeah, man, I've talked about this before. Um you know what my favorite public access shows were? Um, Sundays, um, and I'm not joking. I used to watch a back to back, uh, it was like two hours of full conspiracy theory indoctrination with Minister Farrakhan and Lyndon LaRouche back to really? back. Like, dog, I used to be motherfucking Nat X like shit when I was a kid, man. <laughs> Like, bruh, like from ages probably like 13 to 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I consumed so much Nation of Islam and Lyndon LaRouche. I, look, I ain't believe shit. I like nothing. And <clears throat> it wasn't like all bad, but, you know, to a, a mind that young, it just sours you on the world and on people yeah um you're just skeptical of everything like everyone's intentions like like i hate to say it kind of robbed me of a good portion of my of my innocence in in my adolescence Mm. um because yeah man i was just like i mean like i said it wasn't all bad definitely opened my eyes to some things but some of that shit, it was just like, I shouldn't be consuming this when I'm that young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it sends you down like rabbit holes and shit. And I ain't talking about no, no dumb, weird shit. Like shit fucking Kyrie into like fucking Flat Earth and all that shit. But just like, you know, different motherfucking off the books, like government programs and shit. Like shit that's gonna be released from by uh Freedom of Information Act like motherfucking 2050. You know, what I mean? it's just like I hope I live that long to, to see those papers released. And <laughs> like that shouldn't be on my mind when I'm like 14 years old. I shouldn't give a fuck what's going on in 2015. Like that's crazy. So yeah, that was the kind of shit I used to watch on public access. Um okay. 
And they had a couple of like booty shake things that came on uh, public access. I forgot the name of them, but um, yeah, it was a couple, couple of little things, you know. People get get a little freaky, but mostly, yeah, it was it was the Farrakhan Lemon Rouge Power Hour, you know, or like Power Three Hours. <laughs> I mean, was Petey was... Green was Petey Green on public access. I'm sure he was, but it was a little before my, before, not necessarily, I mean, I was alive, but it was before my time. I got you. Yeah, I, was, I mean, that was like, Petey Green was like early to mid-70s, dog. Oh, okay. I got yeah. You. Like, Petey Green was like, shit. He was active during like the DC riots when I wasn't alive. Like, Petey Green was like, back then. Um, but yeah, he, you know, that, that's a cool motherfucker. Like, he, he, you know, you talk about rep, representing DC, like even back then, like he'll definitely give you a feel for like a DC dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Petey Green was like, when that movie came out, my siblings, like my older siblings. Yeah. They were all about that joint. Like, yeah, that was our dude right there, man. So I just... The, I remember the um that watermelon video. That was that was a watershed moment mm-hmm. on the OKP boys. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I was got became familiar with Petey Green, and man, I was I was strapped in. Yeah, he's a beast, man. Yeah, definitely a a a son of of DC for real. First time I heard the word Bama was from that video. Yeah, man, like that's. <laughs> Yeah, like that's when a lot of like DC culture like really like crystallized was like that late 60s, 70s era when all the slang and just the fashion and just the attitude like Go-Go was created and DC just, yeah, DC just has this kind of like, what they say? Like I don't personally say, but the mantra is DC or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we just real proud of like us, like our culture. That's why we clash with New York niggas a lot because New York think they create everything, and everything we do down here is from them, and it's not. That's why I always talk about how like, yeah, we we wear New Balance because that's us, and everybody else yeah. started wearing New Balance, but we've been wearing New Balance. And we've been wearing Tim's before y'all too, but y'all try to take credit for it. So shit like that. Like DC just just DC, man. I don't know how else to put it. Like we just kind of have our own thing and we don't really take from any other parts of black culture. Well, at least we didn't. Like um the younger kids, they're definitely more open to, you know, using slang from different eras and shit. But I don't I don't come from that era. It's just like it took me like twenty years to start saying dog. Cause that yeah. drink, that drink came from down south. I was like, dog. Remember my first got on Howard's campus, man. They was like, "What's up, dog?" Like my man's from like Florida. Like dudes, I'm real cool with to this, this day. Mm-hmm. They was calling me dog. I was like, yo, I don't know if that's an insult. So yeah, so PD kind of represents that that part of it. 
Like you can still be cool with people from other places, but DC folks are just very proud of like being from DC. Yeah, and I always love that about cats from DC. They always yeah, they always had their own shit going on. And I always dug that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, everybody had their own shit, like for sure. Like I love, like, I mean, now that you're older, like you love seeing like different sides of black culture from just around the country, from around the mm -hmm. world, really. But yeah, DC niggas are just headstrong about it. Sometimes to our detriment, man. Like ain't no ain't no reason Go Go shouldn't be mainstream other than DC niggas just don't don't want to fuck with like the business side of it. Yeah. Like yeah, we had our little run, like in the mid eighties when when rap and Go Go were like competing, and DC niggas was just like yeah, I ain't doing the business side of it. Because mm. I mean, you know, the white folks came here too and was like yeah, let us ex exploit your shit. And like, I've talked to people like Sugar Bear, like you know, from EU. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, man. Like they've had those conversations. Like, yeah, let us export your shit. Let us do this and that. Sign these contracts. And they were just like, yeah, no. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So yeah, DC just funny. Word. It's just a mentality, man. Um, but yeah, man, Danny, this has been. Really enjoyable, dog. I'm definitely man, definitely gotta have you back, man. You know you want my, love my to, favorite man. people, man, for sure. I appreciate that, man. I, my stomach got a good workout now. It's good and sore from cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I when I come down there to visit my, you know, to visit my family, probably this summer because I'm overdue for a visit to see my my family down south, dog. I'm yeah. definitely. Definitely look you up. Look you up and look Rod up for sure. Rod and Cameron. Sure. There's a few people down there, man. Leonard too. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Definitely going to have you back, man. And thank you again for uh for, for hopping on with me. Man, appreciate the invite, man. This was a hell of a lot of fun. Hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, man. All right, brother. I'll take it easy. See you in them Twitter streets. All right, man. <laughs> All right, dog. Later. All right, dog. Go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, dog. You thought I wasn't gonna say man, this gonna guy. go the whole pod without without you, being by you. I, you know what's crazy? I did. I wasn't even thinking about it, but I should not be surprised. Go ahead, man. <laughs> You're a go wild dude. Foot, man. I'm gonna take my foot off the gas. No, nah, I love it though, man. The first time you did it, man, I, I was like. I'm always surprised. I'm like, damn, I do sound like that. I can't even deny it. Because, dog, Tony and Kenny be doing it. That's I be funny. Like, I be like, I know these niggas ain't talking. And I be like, yeah, an impression of me is just easier than an impression of them because my shit just be so big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my personality is just so stupid sometimes. This is just like easy shit to latch on to. Yeah, I was um who was I was with Rick. Um we were on uh on UNC's campus going to the football game. We mm -hmm. were just killing time and we was walking down Franklin Street and we got to talking about Firestarter. And it just knee-jerk reaction. I did your voice and like <laughs> Rick was like, he just turned around, and looked at me, like, wait, hold on, do that again. 
He right. was like, nah, dude. Come, nah, dude. More people need to hear this. And I didn't think anything of it. So we go inside the football stadium. It's in the second quarter. My phone buzzes. And I saw that he tweet. He added me and it was like, Danny does a buy impression, almost Jamie Foxx. Level. I'm like, shit, now he's putting me on the spot. Right. So after I left the game, I went in the parking garage, I did my video, and then I went and then I went back to my hotel. And then I woke up the next morning. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, man. And that, like I said, it definitely caught me by surprise. I said, yeah, we this has to become like a bit. So any scenario, man, you think uh I'm with it. Any weird yeah, man, shit I know, say, dog, and this it's been long it. time since I've done a a, a a Bob video. Hey man, look, don't hold back. Like you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm probably tweet tomorrow. Like somebody give me a premise. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like I'm sure I give you enough premises with the weird shit I tweet throughout the day. Anything you think of. Go ahead and run with it. I don't care. Yeah, dog. <laughs> oh man. Well, all right, brother. You have right, a man. you have a good one, me. man. Yeah. Right, you absolutely. do the same. Later. Later. God damn. You're not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Well, God. Tell that God. Omar, Boxdale, whoever. My name is my name.